0: This is 4-H4U2, a podcast from the Mississippi State University Extension Service promoting 4-H programs and positive youth development. Here now your hosts, Dr. John Long and Kobe Rutherford. Well, hello, everybody. This is Kobe Rutherford with another podcast of 4-H4U2. I'm certainly excited to be here today. It seems a little bit empty in the office without my cohort, Dr. John Long, but we're thrilled to have two of our very best 4-Hers with us today, uh, Miss Molly Whitehead and Mr. Chase Montgomery. So what brings y'all to to campus this week?
1: This week we've got co-op, and uh, um, this is my first year at co-op, and it's been, it's been really fun, and it's, it's been a really good learning experience And just to get to meet more of the 4-Hers and to just be more involved with um, on that state level and get to meet 4-Hers across the state is really cool to me. So, yeah.
2: Chase, have you had a good week? Yeah, it's been really interesting. I've been offered this trip um, pretty much every time for the past five years. I've just never been able to come.
0: So you've had some fun and learned a few things then. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So to give you a little bit of background, I know we talked about the co-op on several podcasts previous Uh, To this week, but the co op stands for the 4 H Cooperative Leadership Conference. And 4 Hers can earn this trip by either placing first at a contest at Club Congress or being a part of the leadership team. And, And Molly, I think you were actually a first place winner and the Southwest Regional Vice President, is that right?
1: I was a second place winner, but... Oh, uh, yeah. so pretty close. Now, <laughs> yeah. what
0: contest did you participate in?
1: I did Anterior Design Level 2, which was like designing a um, living room, oh, and that cool. was really cool.
0: And Chase, what was your project this year?
2: Um, I did two. I did the Citizenship Bowl and Entomology.
0: Okay, good deal. So that's two wildly different topics, right? <laughs> yeah. So which one do you prefer best?
2: Um... Etymology was probably the easiest of the two, mostly because I'm the only one competing in it. Oh, don't
0: tell that. <laughs> but
2: but yeah, um, citizenship was interesting because I got to learn a lot of historical facts about Mississippi that I never would have learned in school because um, they don't usually teach the governmental history of Mississippi. It's mostly just the facts of how it's progressed over the years.
0: I got you. So do you, do you remember anything, a fun fact?
2: Um... Not much. It's been a few weeks. but um, It has been. Mm -hmm.
0: And this has been a busy week, too. It's Mm -hmm. been some very late nights and some very early mornings. So co-op pretty much. Molly, why don't you give us kind of a synopsis of the co-op schedule, what we've done so far.
1: Well, we've traveled to different cooperatives to learn about how they work and what they do to uh, benefit the communities and to work to better our communities. And um, we've had... um, leadership uh olympics last night which was helping us with our leadership skills and um um, teamwork skills um as a group and yeah
0: so chase tell us a little bit about the stops that we went on on the tour
2: okay well you know we went to all the way to the delta area in greenville and greenwood and i've never been to that area before, So seeing how the land and the economy there is different than in my t- area of the Northeast District because of how the weather is and um, just being able to see how their businesses operate based on the, like the placement of the rivers and the ecosystem is kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool too. Uh, we went to a, the farmer's grain terminal and uh, it sits right on the Mississippi River. And uh, the manager there said that it was the largest grain terminal between, I hope I don't quote him wrong, but between New Orleans and St. Louis on the river. That's pretty cool that that's in Mississippi. And it baffled me. I mean, I've always been around agriculture and farms, but seeing just the size of those silos and grain bins just blew me out of the water. Mm -hmm. Um, So I thought that was certainly a fun trip. And then when, when we went to Staple Cotton... That was awful cool, too, um, you know, seeing what they do for the cotton farmers around the southeast, especially those in Mississippi, and making sure that they have a uh, marketable product is, is certainly important. Um, you know, and then I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the breakfast that we had at Four County Electric Co-op. What y'all think about that demonstration those guys gave us?
1: Oh, uh, that was really cool. It really made me, uh, made me appreciate the alignment a lot more, and, and the... Uh, how dangerous their job is every day like we've had big old storms with Barry and um, all the rain coming and it's it's really made me appreciate the linemen that, that go out and do such dangerous jobs just to get our lights back on
0: yeah and it made me think about you know when they're out there doing that stuff for us how bad the weather can be and uh, you know they're right out in the middle of it so mm-hmm. uh, what did you think about that hot dog demonstration Chase? <laughs> It just made me realize exactly how terrifying electricity is. I know, right. So uh, one of the demonstrations guys did was they had a a demonstration cart or wagon that had um, a power line simulation there, and one of the linemen got a hot dog and put up against the hot line, and we uh, saw how much damage. Basically, the hot dog split in half, and uh, he kind of had a funny analogy about how The hot dog is very similar to our bodies, and basically it's water and and flesh and uh, how bad electricity can harm us. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was really cool. And they fed us a great breakfast. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that was good. So then yesterday, we basically were in the classroom all day. So we started off with a talk about the history of cooperatives and uh, then had some leadership training uh, one thing that I tried to put together was getting to know yourself and we talked about how uh, youth should look at themselves as a business, as something they can market, as something they should take pride in and something that they can improve upon. Uh, Molly, what's something you learned from the, my talk yesterday?
1: Oh, I've learned a lot about myself. Um, uh, it really made me uh, think about what my weaknesses are because we were doing the uh, interview for the cooperative thing uh, the other day and it. When uh, Peyton asked me, hey, what are some of your weaknesses, I kind of kind of stopped and I was like, I don't know any of my weaknesses. And it kind of made me think about um, what really I, I'm not strong in, but I can improve upon in, um, in that way.
0: So, Chase, what about you? What did you learn?
2: Um, learning and listening to the other people give their demonstrations of what they believed was their greatest weaknesses and strengths, it just let me think even further about myself as a person because I've already had to do an interview I had to give my weaknesses and they' are not very good there's like a mile I have about a list a mile long of those but just seeing other people whose weaknesses were fear and stage fright and stuff get up in front of everybody was kind of encouraging encouraging for me
0: yeah I thought that was pretty cool so what one thing I talked about in my Uh, Talk was we talked about a strategic plan that 4-Hers should have for themselves, and you know always have a plan B and a backup plan, but always you know work hard to reach your goals. And we talked about developing a vision statement, a mission mission statement for yourself, um, and talked about some values and different things like that. But one thing that I encouraged the 4-Hers to do was just take back and do a personal assessment of themselves with a SWOT analysis. So determine your strengths, uh, your weaknesses. Uh, any opportunities and threats that you might have to reach your goals that you had outlined in your personal strategic plan. So the strengths are pretty easy to come up with. And I think, first and foremost, everybody in the room kind of had similar strengths in terms of, well, I'm a leader, I I like talking to people, I'm a good communicator. And then we start talking about weaknesses. And, And one thing that I mentioned right off the bat is, that I hate being put into a, a vulnerable type situation. And, uh, you know, I share some of the weaknesses I've had that I've had the opportunity to improve upon. And I, I hope that I got the point across the 4 that you shouldn't look at weaknesses as something that is concrete. It's something that you can always improve upon through different opportunities, but you need to be aware of them and be aware of what you can change and uh, 4-Hers got up there to the front of the room and uh, a lot of them shared their own weaknesses and things that they could improve on and I think that others in the room gained strength from that knowing that some of their own insecurities that other people had and I think that's pretty cool um, so we also looked at the opportunities and, and threats we talked about the greatest opportunity was to ex- capitalize on your strengths right and um improve on your weaknesses. So uh, I think one thing I have done to improve on my weaknesses is put myself in a situation I don't feel comfortable in and make myself feel that vulnerability. So we had a lot of good examples yesterday about that. Uh, Then from there, we went and did two really good workshops. Now, I missed the workshop on social media. Uh, I'm sure that was excellent. (laughs) what did y'all learn from that?
2: Um, Basically, we were going through and um, talking about how people are cannot be who they say they are on the in, on online. You never know who they are behind the screen. It could be anybody because technology just got to the point where you can fake pretty much anything. And the dangers of inviting people that you do not know personally into your life like that, like um, the dangers of people you don't know privately messaging you and talking vulgar and such and how you should block and
0: probably um, report them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. And What did you pick up on it, Holly?
1: Um, we talked a lot about guarding your accounts and about how you shouldn't start drama on Instagram and Facebook and Snapchat and things and just to keep it to yourself and um, just to handle that in a personal way and not to put it out there socially and also like Chase said as to, to guard your accounts in a way that there's people online that you don't know, and people that don't know you but are online just to hurt others and to um, almost stalk in a way, almost. So you have to kind of, um, yeah, guard your account to those things. And um, also, how you have to guard your account to where if you have a future employer that wants to come to you uh, to hire you, they check your accounts and they, uh, figure out what's on your account and they can form an impression of you through your um, accounts and things like that. So just to, to be aware of what we post and what we um, tweet and things like that.
0: I think that's really good advice. Sometimes we don't think about, you know, we share something that's funny and then, you know, next thing we know someone very important sees it and that might not share the same uh, sense of humor that we do or, you know, just for safety for that matter. Uh, the other stop we did at the workshop was the State Chem Lab. What did y'all think about that? <laughs> that was really cool.
1: Uh, it was cool. It was cool to see like how detailed it was and how every little detail counted in that. And it's um, so important to pay attention to those little details, even if it's something little like, um, I don't know, schoolwork or something like that. How our actions right now go into... Our careers with, that we are going to start soon, and it's yeah, just keeping those little details.
0: Yeah, that was a lot to keep up with for sure. And then last night we kind of ended on the Leadership Olympics. Uh, what was the favorite activity in that?
1: Um, let's see. There was a lot of them.
0: Which one was the most difficult?
2: The most difficult. That was probably um, stacking the pyramid.
1: Yeah, stacking the cups with the the yarn and the rubber band. That was really difficult.
0: (laughs) So one thing that we did was we made them build a pyramid with six styrofoam cups. And you can imagine the pyramid, three on the bottom, two in the middle, one on top. And I had a rubber band that had six pieces of yarn around it. And each person on the team had to have a piece of yarn in their hand and control the rubber band Put it over the end of the cup and stack them up on the pyramid. So it took very good communication skills and very good coordination within the team to make that work. I thought that was pretty cool. And then today, uh, the last day of the conference, just kind of been low key, taking group pictures, saying goodbye, just kind of getting everything wrapped up. So as y'all reflect back on co op, what would be one thing you would tell someone in your county next year who is thinking about going? Basically, it is a really
2: good learning experience, like um, learning the differences and the intricacies of the businesses in our rural community and how something small can rise from just a few people to something that big. It's, It's like a good demonstration of how hard work can develop into something major.
0: Yeah, that's good. What about you?
1: Um, definitely I've made a whole bunch of friends that I wouldn't normally make at Congress and it's, it's such a smaller group that everybody gets a little bit closer because there's not a, a lot of us. But yeah, it's such a learning experience. So if I learned a whole bunch that I wouldn't have necessarily learned at school or in going into college or just on the street one day, it's so, it's so really cool to learn things that um, I wouldn't normally learn on a regular day.
0: Very good. Well, I I know I've had a blast. I actually stayed in the dorms this year as a a chaffron, so uh, that was fun. Got to um, have some very late nights, very early mornings, but uh, I'm kind of ready for my own bed now. (laughs) It's been a a good four days, and uh, thank y'all so much for coming in today. I hope y'all had fun on your first podcast.
2: (laughs) Yeah, this was
0: this is kind of cool. Just wait till you hear yourself on uh, line. It sounds really good most oh, of the time. Oh, I'm gonna hate it. Well, I probably will too, because I feel like I've got a frog in my throat. Oh. So, um, well, with that, I guess we'll wrap it up. Uh, thank you again to Miss Molly Whitehead from Franklin County and Mr. Chase Montgomery from Pontotoc County for joining us today. Um, I'm so glad y'all came to co-op I'm glad I got to know you all better this week. And just remember uh, that Mississippi State Extension is always here for you, whatever you need throughout life, whether it's a um, question about your garden one day or home economics or, you know, people Future 4 H plans, volunteer. Maybe y'all can come back when you age out as a volunteer. So we thank you. And uh, with that, if you'd like more information about the Mississippi State Extension 4 H program, you can find it on our website, extension.msstate.edu, or you can contact any of your local county extension offices. We're located in every county in the state of Mississippi. And with that, I'm Kobe Rutherford, and we'll visit next time. Thanks for joining us for 4-H4U2. For more information, please visit extension.msstate.edu and be sure to subscribe to our podcast. 4-H4U2 is produced by the Mississippi State University Extension Service, Office of Agricultural Communications.